Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. Supporting women is my passion and my purpose in talking with other women and men who promote women's leadership and lift women up is my favorite thing to do. Their stories connect us and help us understand that we can all succeed if we support one another in work and in our lives. These amazing conversations gave me the stories and wisdom for my earlier book, Leading Women. And they've also inspired my newest book, which came out in 2019, called In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life. Now this week, I'm pleased to welcome Krista Purrier. Krista is passionate about increasing diversity in the tech and maker industry. She started this social profit organization called The Geek Foundation in 2015, and it teaches free tech educational classes to low-income, underrepresented adults and children in the Springfield, Missouri area. She believes in creating a positive workforce with personal and economic development through tech. To do this, the Geek Foundation collaborates with local schools and other social profit organizations for recruitment and facilitation of these programs. So I'm very, very, very happy to welcome Krista and her foundation to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. Welcome, Krista. Good morning. So glad to have you with me, Krista. Okay, well, this is about you. We're going to spend 30 minutes talking about you and what you're doing and how you're changing the world for good. This is what I love to do. This is my favorite thing, to support women that are doing great things in the world. And you're one of those women. So welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here and glad to be supported as well. (laughs) Well, Women Connect for Good has one purpose and one purpose only, women supporting other women's efforts, passion, and purpose. So, All right, well, so let's talk about you. Tell me about yourself and how in the world did you get to be who, where you are today and what we're going to talk about, the Geek Foundation. Yes. Yeah, hi. I'm, so I'm Krista Perrier, and I am the co-founder and president of a local nonprofit that I started five years ago called the Geek Foundation. And um, I got here, you know, kind of a funny story. So I was a math Olympiad, you know, like mathlete, you know, total – you know, geeky type of girl growing up, you know, loved um, fixing stuff, loved, you know, playing with electronics as a video gamer. I loved comic books, all those kind of things. And, uh, you know, I didn't just really have the role models, you know, because back when I was a kid, you know, girls were not pushed into (coughs) them, you know, and traditional, I guess, what you would look at, like boy interests. You know, I had always had that, was always really good. I loved science. I still love science. You know, I'm, an, I'm on the um, city's environmental advisory board as well just because mm-hmm. I love, like, I love tech and science and anything environmental and things. So I love to be a part of anything that blends those two together especially. Um, I went through high school. I couldn't really, like, figure out what I wanted to do, so I took through Spanish 5 because I liked the idea of learning foreign language, you know, and maybe utilizing that for an interpreter position, but it just never stuck. You know, I still speak Spanish. I can, you know, I've been to Costa Rica. I've been to countries where I've been able to utilize it, but it just never stuck with a a profession. And Mm -hmm. then, actually, in 2009, I started dating a guy who was a programmer, a computer programmer. And, like, looking at his work that he was doing, it just 
made sense like immediately and I was really fascinated with it and I, it, as being somebody who was always into electronics and computers and stuff anyway as a kid mm-hmm. um, it really fascinated me and I wanted to get into it so I, I started talking to you know people that I knew around town that were in the tech fields and kept getting met with you know that adversity and that all those things that we hear about the tech industry, the gatekeeper mentality that there's, you know, it's mostly males, you know, all that stuff, you know, is, is very true <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. in, my, in my experience. And that was 11 years ago. And I kept getting met with like, oh, if you haven't, you know, been doing it your whole life or if you haven't been tinkering your whole life or, you know, it's constantly learning, it would be too difficult, you know, and it just didn't feel right to me. So I started studying the industry. I started studying the industry a lot and seeing like the need for diversity in the field and not Mm -hmm. even just the diversity in the field, just the need for employees. Almost every single tech company is consistently hiring and can never fill those positions because there's just not enough people to fill the jobs with the skill sets. So I spent years, you know, just studying the industry week by week, you know, how many jobs are open, what different types of jobs are open. So I decided to change the conversation from how do I get into it to do you require a four-year degree for people to come into these positions? So I started talking to hiring departments at local companies and, you know, just right. ones around the, around the country and kept finding that people were saying, you know, no, if they could pass our technical exams, we wouldn't have to require a four-year degree. So changing that conversation got me really thinking about the idea that I'd had for a long time that Springfield is a really big tech industry. It's just people don't realize it because they don't think of, you know, the tech companies as being tech companies. They don't think of O'Reilly Automotive as being tech or Jack Henry or Expedia. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. these companies that mostly hire a lot of their hiring departments are tech employees. So I started just, you know, changing that conversation, started talking to people. And then, Once I had started talking to these companies that were hiring that were saying this, you know, they would change that thought process from requiring a four-year degree, I started thinking, okay, well, we really do need a school here then, you know, because I got into it myself and tried to go the traditional college route myself, like where I I tried to go to a local college here and sign up and was like, okay, I want to learn a specific type of development. I wanted to do front-end web development because I'm a creative type. And I thought that was what I wanted to get into. So at the time, that was six years ago, um, they had no idea what track to put me on. So they were like, well, maybe just take a graphic design degree and then maybe after you graduate from a graphic design degree, you could take a couple of random programming classes that you would need for a skill set like that. And I'm thinking, okay, as a single mother of two kids, that's, what, six-plus years of college possibly, you know? Right. So I was like, that doesn't make sense. So I taught myself how to do graphic design, and I taught myself how to do front-end web development. I spent a lot of time researching, like, these boot camps that were popping up all over the internet where you could learn front end and full stack web development, but they were charging, you know, ten fifteen thousand dollars a class and they're doing deferred payments, but that still means that whenever you graduate from that program and you get start getting paid, you're owing a fraction of your money until you pay them off. You know, right. it's basically the same as student loans, you know, or yeah, something. Student loans are, yeah, they're, they're the deal breaker, right. yeah. 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 Yeah, and especially when you're a single mother, you know, sure. you're, you're you're just trying to figure out your path. You yeah, know? the, the payout's not soon enough. It's just, uh, yeah, it just keeps you further and further behind. 
Absolutely, you know, and that's not to say that college degrees aren't great for certain things, but for the tech industry itself, I was finding across the board that, like, especially when it comes to certain skill sets, you know, like front-end developers and um, IT, you know, positions and stuff, don't really require that four-year full degree. And not only that, but I started to think of them more as a skilled trade, you know, Mm -hmm. than an actual position that needs that, you know, traditional degree. So um, I, I kind of started, you know, from there teaching myself and learning a lot of stuff, you know, on my own. And then from there got really interested in the maker industry, which is your things like robotics and wearable technologies, like things like how they're able to start looking into 3D printing organs now and different things like that with wearable technologies, Google Glasses, yeah. and stuff. And I started writing for a magazine called Make Magazine out of San Francisco and got really interested in maker technology, which, you know. Um, you know is, what? That's, I've uh, never heard that term, so it's, it's new to me. And yeah. I, was, I was reading your bio and I thought maker. So, so really robotics and anything like virtual, like a lot of what you're, like you said, you know, everything's becoming so virtual, especially right now with COVID. Yes. But you're talking about, again, yes. using technology to create a different reality more or less, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I mean, we're able to do so much within tech as a whole. Whether sure. It's maker tech. Different world. industrial. <laughs> Yeah, industrial technology, we're getting yeah. into machinery now that you can program, like CNC machines and 3D printers and laser cutters that you yeah. can print that's cutting down wear and tear on people in the, sure. in the field of industrial technology. Then you've got computer sciences and you've got, you know, all these fields. But the, worst, the, the thing that I noticed about this, and I have a really great chart that's on our website that I share often. It was a chart that's produced by a, a company that, studies women in the tech industry and uh-huh. women in different fields. And obviously, right. like, the largest field that employs women is healthcare. It's 80% women. Sure. And then your women in tech is half of that amount. And right. then your women in maker sciences, which is your robotics and things like that, is Even half less. of women in tech. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's been, it's just become my passion, you know, to yeah. try to, and that's not only just women that are needed in the field, it's people of color, it's, you know, anybody who's underrepresented. And sure. I just started thinking, well, there's got to be a way to do this where low-income families, too, can have right. resources and accessibility to take classes yeah. that are affordable now so that they can actually have a chance to go into well-paying jobs. Right. Hey, Crystal, let me read this because it really does help to explain what we're talking about because I think uh, the Greek Foundation exists to provide fun, interactive education, resources, and support to future software engineers, techies, and makers focusing on diversity. I think that's a wonderful statement that really kind of helps people to understand what we're talking about. Also, I want to add something because this is really important, what you're talking about. Well, you know, STEM is the biggest thing out there, science and education for men, women, again, getting women into the fields of of technology. But what I call you is not a nonprofit. I call you a social profit organization. If If you will use that terminology, you will begin to understand how important it is in our society and in our social well-being to 
to stop and talk about this important aspect, what you're wanting to bring into into our culture. And, of course, diversity is the only way it's going to work. There's no doubt about it. Diversity is the key. Inclusion and diversity is the way this happens. So I'm just throwing those in there. So continue with your story because I think – let me (laughs) when I was growing up the word geek meant somebody that was really (laughs) smart and really brainy you know so (laughs) I thought I thought it was interesting that you called the geek foundation so so let me ask you how's it going though in in uh, Springfield and in the surrounding community about what you're doing what you, you know you said you've been in existence for about five years now what is your what is your progress? What's going on now? Is it is it is it getting better? Of course, we're we're talking about an extremely important time because right now more people are using technology to communicate, to connect, and so I mean, if anything, this has been a, a wonderful time to improve just technology use. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, when we started five years ago, we'd always had the, the goal to do adult programming and have adult classes as well for workforce development. But for the first, mm-hmm. you know, four years or so, we did a lot of, like, children's programming because the idea for us is to see all ages, to spark interest in children so that they want to go into those fields as they grow older and they, they learn it throughout their lifetime but then mm-hmm. to offer direct training to adults to go into the workforce. So for that first four years, we were doing a lot of, like, children's programming at the libraries, at Boys and Girls Clubs, you know, with the school systems, you know, different things like that, just getting out there and sparking interest, talking to kids, you know, those kind of things, and just, you know, really getting our name out there. And then this year, when we applied for our first grant. It was mm-hmm. a grant from the Community Foundation of the Ozarks. It was for $24,000, and we won it to provide adults programming classes and this was called the collective impact grant it was fantastic um, yeah it was really wonderful um so we we partnered with the drew lewis foundation um which runs out of the fairbanks and also pit technology group um, because i wound up meeting the co-owner of pit technology group and he was like hey we could put on some it classes you know and we would help you guys develop curriculum for it and and students could get a plus certifications so we partnered with them won that grant and then COVID hit (laughs) and it got really very quickly you know so we i sat back and was like okay oh my gosh so many people are losing jobs at exponential rates right now what can we do to to help mitigate some of this you know so because we knew with everything shutting down, the the grant was to put on two classes per year. And that was in January when we won the grant. So initially we'd planned on starting classes in, you know, the spring and then having them again in the fall. Of course, right. when everything shut down, it, it was like, well, I can't just sit back and not do anything. So right. we put on and planned out to start the IT program and then also to start an online web development program, a front-end mm-hmm. web development program as well. So I got both of those started on June 29th um, on the same day. Both of them started on the same day and had incredible turnouts. Like I am so excited and so glad to be a part of this because like it, we have half women, half of the class of the IT class is women. Yeah. And that's incredible. Um, our well, yeah, your timing, your timing could not, I mean, unfortunately, during the toughest time, it could not have been, been better for you as far as developing and continuing to create, yeah. create awareness and opportunity for diversity and for women as well. I mean, I think your timing was pretty darn good. 
Yeah, and it's really exciting. So our, our web development program had 19 women sign up and one male. So that yeah. is incredible. Like, and that was actually the most exciting part about that was really it was just done through recruiting through partnered organizations, like partner nonprofits, like the yeah. Lewis Foundation. Yeah. Um, single Moms Rock, Minorities in Business, and we already had almost a full turnout of classes sign up almost immediately within two weeks just through partnering through those organizations. So I am really excited about what the future will look like for classes with that because once we start opening it up to the public and start getting out there even more and yeah. partnering with more organizations, I think there's going to be a great desire for this. And the greatest part about it is that the tech industry is an industry that will never – cap out on jobs. There will no. always be new no. jobs and always be new resources. And that, I think, is why the tech industry is so fascinating to me, is it's not just workforce development and economic development, but it's personal development as well, because there's yeah. endless opportunities to learn new things and mm -hmm. to make yourself more valuable and yeah. to earn more money, you know, <laughs> so... All of the above, yes. But, you know, again, this yes. has really been a, a time for, as you said, learning because if you want to stay connected and you want to reach out and you want to continue to learn, uh, actually, I kind of like Zoom meetings. In fact, I, I understand Zoom has its own mm -hmm. screen. It's selling right now. So I think, you know, we, we can't forget what works. We have to bring it all together. But bringing people up through the ranks of all ages, you know, diversity, all ages, sex, all the above, but is it, it's important. Yes. What, what do you think really keeps women from really getting into the tech field and, and STEM and sciences? And you think is it culture or do you think it's society? What, what do you think keeps a lot of women from thinking, you know, I know how I felt growing up, you know, girls can't do math, girls don't know numbers, yep. you know. I mean, it was stupid stuff. But I think a lot yep. of that stuff still exists in women's minds is that, you know, girls play with dolls, boys play with uh, baseballs, you know. I mean, it's how do you think we're doing right now in our society and in our culture, explaining and for girls to understand that, you know, we all have masculine and feminine skills. Both men and women have masculine and feminine skills. Yes. But where do you think we're at with that? I think that in my experience, yes, it's a mixture of both. It's cultural and societal, and it's also the industry. The industry for so long has been primarily white male dominated. You know, right. and so and those and those stereotypes within the industry exist, and women, you know, for so long didn't have the resources to understand why. You know, we didn't have social media, we didn't have you know those kind of things that started breaking and smashing through those glass ceilings and right. started talking about those stereotypes and why they exist. You know, for so long we heard, oh, well, women are biologically different, biologically yeah. programmed differently, and now because of science and because of social media and things like that, now we're able to see, like just recently, there was a neuroscience uh, study that came out that showed there is absolutely no difference right. processing math in the brains of little boys and little girls. Right. There yeah, is also another study that... Yeah, I mean, again, that's what all uh, all the studies that I see are, are is that men and women are more alike than they are different, and that's, Absolutely. I mean, and that's kind of a, that's kind of interesting that's when technology. you say that in front of of a, of a, of a mixed a co-ed group that there are a lot of eyebrows raising and so forth. But I think that's mm -hmm. the point. 
my book is called In This Together. And, and I think this is the important thing that we begin to understand. We're not going to get ahead. We're, none of us are going to get ahead until we are all in this together. And that means boys, girls, yeah. men, and women. And, and we begin to stop clarifying, well, you're this or you're that. No, we're, each person is unique and different in their own respect. And there are more commonalities than there are differences. And I think when we begin to see that, the opportunities are just, they're endless. There's endless opportunities. Right. right. And I think the message there is not that women are better. It's that we have a place, you know. So yeah. it's showing, you know, within industries like the tech industry, there's a place for them. And so many people and so many of these companies are understanding that, you know, now and trying to fix that. And they're trying to figure out how do we get more women interested in the field? How yeah. do we be more inclusive? How do we get more people of color in the field and be more, be more inclusive? You know, yeah. so it's, it's through things like our program that there's more opportunity for people. And then when there's more opportunity that's affordable and accessible, then you have more diversity. You know, you have more people that yeah. are able to get involved. You know? Well, and, so, and, that, and that's what you're doing with the Geek Foundation is, is partnering yes. with organizations that understand that, that inclusion and diversity is key. Well, I mean, again, support is, is key. But, you know, people yes. have to also, women and men have to be invited to the table yes. to participate. Right. And that's what the Geek Foundation is doing. You're inviting and you're bringing in the important makers and players, so to speak, into this, right. uh, this, this area, which is, again, everything's technology, everything. You're right. It's, I love it. I'm, I'm excited. You know, <laughs> I like new, yeah, I'm not, I I like new toys, and I'm not, I like new things to play with. So, you know, yeah, and, and a lot yeah. of people don't like that, but I love it. I absolutely love it. So I'm excited for you. Okay, so what is your vision for the future? Because it sounds as if, you know, you are taking absolute opportunity of this time in our interesting history as far as what's going on in the world. Yeah, um, uh, well, when, when people say the future, you know, what, what, yeah. what do people automatically think of? They automatically think of technology. So our goal for the Geek Foundation is this is just the beginning. IT and web development classes are just the beginning. We would like to have a fully functional tech educational school where you could come and learn, you know, many different varieties of tech education, whether it's cloud computing or robotics or wearable technologies, and kids can come, you know, and learn about why those are important and get interested in that growing up. And they can do video game development, you know, and those, right. and those different types of things. But it's a lot of tech schools are very focused on one area. It's usually your front-end web development, you know, or your full-stack web development, some type of software engineer. But mm-hmm. the need for so many other jobs are out there. There's so mm-hmm. many other fields to get interested in. So we plan to offer a whole variety of different classes throughout time. So yeah. we can make everything accessible for anyone who wants to go into the field. And through that, I truly believe that we can expand the tech industry locally as well. Mm-hmm. We'll get more companies who will be interested in coming here, you know, and yeah. being a part of that too. And then we have more opportunities too because potential to work remotely is so great in the technology field. So sure. even, you know, if somebody wants to stay living here, but they want to work for Silicon Valley, they could and potentially make, you know, hundred to 200000 a year. And then that money goes back into our economy. You know, right. so there's that economic development, you know. And then the fascinating part with that is also by increasing opportunities for people in low-income homes, you know, somebody who's making under the federal poverty wages of, you know, 17000 a year. Sure. Um, and maybe lives in 
a neighborhood of Springfield, certain, certain neighborhoods of Springfield. So maybe with that, do we see once somebody can get into a well-paying job? Because these jobs, I mean, start out at, you know, anywhere between 40 to 60,000 a year. You know, yeah. that's a really well-paying job for entry level. You know, yeah. then does, then do neighborhoods flourish and, you know, things like that. If you get people into well-paying and better accessible jobs, you know, and they start right. getting health care and, you know, all of those things that they have access to. So I, I'm really excited. Obviously, I'm very passionate about what I do. I, I can tell I you're very excited. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Your energy, exactly. your energy is just flowing through this, this phone line. <laughs> it's just zooming Thank through you. this phone line. So I, I'm very excited for you. I'm super excited about yeah, Well, and, and as, as you should be because this is – this this niche this uh, this area is so extremely important uh, to help yes. everyone understand how tech can really make our lives better in so many respects and give people an opportunity those that have not had these opportunities to really advance and to have the quality of life that they so deserve. What what would you like to ultimately have if you had your your dream come true today? What would you say that dream would be? You know, that your dream is, I'm your fairy godmother, and I'm going to give you one wish (laughs) today because that's what I'm going to do for you today. So what would that be? That we're able to increase the diversity in the fields and get access to more women in the fields. And through that, like having multiple different educational centers, I think is a dream for us, that this becomes something that we can do across the nation, across the world, you know, to offer these resources to people. So yeah. that, that would be my, my goal, is that we, we are able to offer this to everyone yeah. all across the entire world. Well, yeah, what I'm, what I'm going to offer to you today, because I think it really is important what you're doing, and diversity and inclusion is extremely important to Women Connect for Good and all the other organizations that we collaborate with, is to make sure that we are able to help you as far as getting the message out and these courses. So mm-hmm. I think if between uh, Kathy and Melissa and my team that we could help to uh, create more of an awareness of what you're doing. So that is an offer that I'm making for you today. So tell us how how people can reach you. We'll we'll help you in that respect. But today, how can people reach you, learn more about the Geek Foundation and what you're doing and all the many collaborations and wonderful connections that you're making? Yeah, obviously you can go to our website, which is www.thegeekfoundation.org. And if you have any questions or anything like that, you're able to email us at info at thegeekfoundation.org. I suggest uh-huh. always to everyone signing up for our newsletter that's at the bottom of our website because that, like, automatically tells you if there's new classes coming out, if we've got new information coming out. But on a personal level, I always tell everyone, you know, like, if you've got questions about the field, you're nervous, but you are interested, you know, like feel free to reach out to me anytime because I'm mm-hmm. always happy and passionate. And I, <laughs> I joke often that I could talk people's heads off for hours about this field. <laughs> yes, I, I, I know you can. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. So well, and, and you know, this is, this is what we need. You know, we need that passion. We need yeah. that excitement right now. So, uh, Keep passing it along, Krista. That is wonderful. What we want to do is continue to get the word out, what you're doing, and to increase the maker. I love. I I learned something today. The makers. I wanna. I wanna learn more and more about the makers. But the diversity in this field is so key for all of us. So, I want to congratulate you you on your success and your future successes. 
with the Geek Foundation. And again, we'll help you any way we can. You have thank a you. wonderful day, and thank you so thank much you. for talking to me. It was, it was a pleasure to be here. I appreciate it very much. Thank you, Nancy. Have a good day. All right, have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Krista. You too.